The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can join me, Dominic Carter, weeknights Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. He's America's mayor, and he's not shy about any of the issues facing the country or the world. This is my podcast. Let's go. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani will go down in history as one of the greatest mayors ever in the city of New York. I should know because I covered him every day at City Hall. And at times, we would often go toe-to-toe. Giuliani cleaned up New York in more ways than one. With our owner-operators, John Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis, let's discuss with Giuliani the Trump indictment that should have never have been brought Fourth, crime, New York City, and even Chicago, which now has a new mayor. And this is unbelievable. That mayor is more progressive than the last one. Chicago is dying. New York, New York is going to make a comeback. And with us today is America's mayor. We have Rudy Giuliani, who made New York have a comeback. And uh, he stars in... In that movie on, uh, where is it? Amazon Prime. Gotham. Have you seen Gotham yet? I haven't seen it yet. You but- have to see Gotham. It's on Amazon Prime. It stars Rudy Giuliani, Peter Valone, and uh, Judge Weinberg. And they turned around New they, York City. They, they sure did. And I, I had a firsthand view of the success of the man that we're about to talk to right now, America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This man was no nonsense. He took no garbage all he cared about was turning around the city of New York, and, and he did exactly that. And seventy-one squeaky men. And that's right. He he announced before before he came into office that their day was over, and he meant it. And he's to be commended for it. He's to be commended for what he did on welfare, turning uh, the the welfare centers into workfare centers. He really pushed this city in the right direction. The only gripe that I have with Mayor Giuliani is that I wish we could uh, reincarnate him, if you will, to, to back to his 20s and make him mayor well, again. Well, there's, there's an Andrew Giuliani that works for WABC, That's true. Too. That's true. That's called the uh, SOG, son of Giuliani. There you go. There you go. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. You guys are too funny. <laughs> well, you know, we want to, listen, we don't mind working hard, but we have to have a little bit of good times. You got great together. I, I love you. Uh, we're going through a heck, heck of a time, right? I mean, the three of us are all dedicated, long-term New Yorkers. Uh, we've never seen anything like this in our city or in our country, right? You know, uh, you're uh, an attorney, and I used to have a lot of respect for attorneys. I had a lot of respect for judges. I had a lot of respect. Where is the ethics? Where 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 did the law profession go wrong? And 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 some of the Democratic lawyers... Uh, don't have the courage to stand up against the unethical lawyers. Absolutely. They, in fact, they go after, basically, they go after Trump's lawyers. We're the only lawyers who get searched. They bring bar association complaints against us when we're just doing the things other lawyers do. Like uh, the complaint against me, they, they suspended me for being a danger of causing riots. 
and a federal judge dismissed that case against me. And the judge was appointed by President Obama. He could hardly be prejudiced in my favor. But the Bar Association continues to suspend me. Meanwhile, they've got a judge like this Judge Samaj, who released uh, the stepfather who killed his stepson the other day. She did that with a person who shot a cop last year. This is the second time she released a murderer. I mean, uh, Dominic, you remember, uh, I'm sure John does too, set him loose, Bruce? Yes, I, I remember I remember him well, and uh, with all due respect to his son, I just hope we don't go back to those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was really a target of Mayor Koch more than me. He was sort of almost retired when I became mayor. But we went in the 80s, uh, he and Koch were involved in all of these disputes over cases. And he and uh, he wasn't the worst. I mean, there were a whole group of judges. They let murderers out. So this, I mean, this is a, a it's systemic now. We've got Brad doing it. We've got the DAs doing it in fifty in fifty cities. They're, they are literally. I mean, I think that I think they should be prosecuted. They're they're putting the public in jeopardy. They're putting murderers back out on the street in the name of some kind of crazy ideology. I think it's communism, but and that's where we are. And the, the case against Trump is just an example of that. I'll tell you, it's such a bad case that you would uh, you would give it an F if a, a law student wrote an indictment like that. John and 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 Dominic, how can you indict somebody and tell them they committed a crime, but not tell them what crime it is? And Bragg says the law in New York allows you to do that. I I've been I can't find the law. And if it did, it would violate the Constitution. You can't bring somebody into court and say, Dominic Carter, I charge you with a crime. And Dominic says, would you please tell me the crime? Oh, gee, I'm not going to tell you. That's exactly what happened. I saw, that in, I, I saw that in the movies in the 14th century. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I mean, uh, the case has to be thrown out. And if it isn't, it means we we don't even have a court system anymore. But this is just, you know, the, the Trump thing gets a lot of attention. But this is going on, like, in this case with this murderer that's let out, Tyrese Minter. He, he strangles his son, his 14-year-old son. He's out on parole anyway. And the, the Bronx DA is asked to have him held. The judge, Judge uh, Naita Samaj, releases him. I, I, I mean, you can't have a safe city if that's happening. Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, let, let, I didn't mean to cut you off, but let me ask you this question, and, and I really mean this sincerely. We need Rudy Giuliani's all over again in cities all across the country. And because of racial politics, because of the con job that progressive candidates are doing all across the country, look at Chicago. You have... Oh. Black and brown kids, babies that are dying every day. And this guy comes along with a wink, wink and a nod, nod and says, vote for me. And the community went for the okie doke, if you will. Yeah, I, uh, that is you, 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 what you're saying is exactly correct. It's an, it's an exactly correct description of what's going on. And let's say 50 or 60 American cities are biggest and are most important. And they're being destroyed. Chicago is is uh, 
really a particularly weird example. This is 55 years, Dominic, of Democrat control. 55 years of Democrat control, and they're setting records for murder. And every weekend in Chicago, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's sickening. You, you just wait for the for the death count. And you're absolutely right. About 70 to 80 percent are African American, and a large percentage of those are just innocent kids who are sh- caught in a crossfire. I mean, uh, sometimes when the mafia used to kill each other. Uh, Almost like a, 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 a dark joke, the cops would say, well, they're killing each other off. Of course, they'd re- investigate it and try to catch them. But a lot of these people that are getting killed, Dominic, are innocent people. How often do we get a case where a kid in New York is caught in a crossfire, uh, either wounded seriously or killed? Well, that happens in Chicago even more. So how they don't, how they don't come to the defense of the innocent, I, I just I don't understand it. I don't know how they can live with themselves. Well, I'll tell you, it's just uh, uh, in the education system. You know who's suffering the most in the education system, uh, Rudy? It's the black and brown kids are suffering the most. And our education, I think America is number 58 now in the education system in the world. Where is the future of the United States of America if we're number 58 in education? John, and it's also, if you think about it, it's a racist system. And Africans have been complaining about this for some time, that a lot of the inner city schools, the administration is racist. And what I mean by that that is 70 to 75 percent of African-American and Hispanic parents want vouchers. They want school choice. They want to be able to put their child in the school that they pick. 90% of the Democrat politicians, including the African-American Democrat politicians, are against that because they're paid off by the teachers' union. And uh, that is is directly contrary to the wishes of your constituency and directly contrary to what is obviously best for that community. And when you vote that way, you're voting in in a racist way and corrupt. I mean, that is a major... A major, it should be a major breakthrough. It should be the thing that gets them to stop voting Democrat. 75% want their kids in the school of their choice. The Democratic Party, ruled by the teachers' union, is blocking it. Yet they vote Democrat for 55 years. Somehow, I almost think that we, those of us who, who, who agree with the 75% of the parents, don't do a good enough job of, of making it a, almost like a single issue. I think you could flip large numbers of the, it's not a, no longer the minority community, but the black and Hispanic community, if you just educated on that one issue. It also proves there are uh, just as many good black and Latino parents as there are white parents. And in many ways, that policy is a racist policy. It's the school board saying, we know better how to educate your child than you do. And I've actually seen white representatives of the union say, well, many of these parents aren't educated. Well, a lot of a lot of Greek, Italian, Jewish, Irish parents weren't educated when they came here, but they made sure their kids were educated. It's the same thing with black and Latino parents. And a lot of them are educated, by the way. It's different than it used to be. 
But even the ones that are not educated, that means they can't make decisions about the education of their children. I mean, our whole society was based on that. and It did pretty well. Mr. Mayor, you you are 1,000% correct. 1,000% correct. And that that's what I've always uh, liked about you, because as you know, and you know well, you and I have not always seen eye to eye. But as I have matured and and, gone, and grown as a person, I have come around to your you way to of be, thinking. Wait, wait, you mean, Dominic, you used to be a size 32, now you're a size 40? <laughs> you know, Churchill, John. You're you know, Churchill. You say, if I'm not a liberal when I'm 20, I have no heart. And, and a, you know, go ahead, go ahead, Mr. Mayor. Please say it again. Say it again. Uh, Churchill used to say, if you're not a liberal when you're 20, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative by the time you're 40, you have no brain. Uh, uh, well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty true because, you know, as you get older and then you have your own children, you worry about them. So when exactly. you start to, you know, when you're 20 years old, you don't worry about yourself. You know, you go driving cars at 90, 100 miles an hour. You don't worry about yourself, but you would never want your kids to do that. So that's why you're right. a liberal at 20 and a conservative at 40 or 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that's, a, you know, that's, a, that's been the case for many, many people. And I have to say one thing about Dominic. Even when we would disagree, and we disagree, you know, we're always respectful. Yes. Yes, I respected Dominic as uh, honestly asking about his viewpoint, and I think he respected me for giving him honest answers. There, there's no think about it. I definitely respected and currently respect you, Mr. Mayor. I'm going to tell you why in just one second. But we've also been joined in studio by the other owner of WABC, owner operator Margot Casamitidis. Good morning, Margo. Mrs. Casamitidis. Good morning, everyone. I'm glad you're coming to work, and I'm glad you you help make a difference here. Thank you very much. Hey, Mr. Mayor, what I just just wanted to say to you is that um, you didn't do a Lori Lightfoot, right? You remember when Lori Lightfoot said, and I'm still outraged at this, she said she would not sit down with white reporters. Oh, my God. That's what she said. Oh, you, my God. You, you didn't do that, Mr. Mayor. You knew in advance that every day that I was coming at you with the toughest question <laughs> that one could imagine each and every day before all the live television cameras. Was there a single time that you didn't take my question? Because I don't recall a single time no, where you took every single question. I mean this, and I'm not just saying this to you, Dominic. I thought you and some of the other reporters, because a lot of them were tough on me, I thought they made me a better mayor. It meant in the morning I'd, I'd have to have a meeting. I'd have to find out everything that was going on. I'd have to try to figure out what you were going to ask me. <laughs> have to have an, which, means, which means if you guys were doing your job and you were raising problems about the city, I was doing my job. I would try to get it solved before you asked me. I mean, I would love it when somebody like you or one of your colleagues would bring up something. Do you know about the terrible problem in the in the Bronx and they haven't collected garbage for three weeks? And I said, well, I'm glad you brought that up. I This morning we dispatched someone there to do it. I didn't know it wasn't always able to do that. But I, I do believe I told I gave this as advice to Bloomberg, actually. I said, don't run away from those press conferences. Use them to make you a better mayor. I mean, sometimes you'd get a whacked-out question, so that would happen once in a while. But most of the time, the reporter, no matter how pro or con they were, 
They're trying to find problems that they're bringing up to you to challenge you as a mayor. So if you prepare for them, it means you're always on top of things. Now, if you do the Biden thing and you don't have them, honestly, you don't know what's going on. You find out about everything two days too late. So I, I uh, strongly recommend having many press conferences. I think it makes you a better mayor, governor, president. And I, I, I appreciated that. Mr. Uh, Mayor, we appreciate you. Go ahead, you. Mr. Katzmatidis. Thank you so much. And uh, you can hear Rudy Giuliani every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And he says to me he's not working hard enough. He needs more hours. We're going to find him for him. And also on Sunday mornings, at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings, following my the Catch Roundtable, my show. John, John. Yes. You know I don't know. This, this is true on every show I've been on. And the first thing I noticed on ABC, the first four or five weeks, we have a very smart audience. It's not like it used to be 20 years. I used to substitute for Bob Grant years ago when I was U.S. attorney. And a lot of the people were crazy that called up. Remember the fights that they would have? They were fun, but they were like crazy. Our listeners are really, really smart. I was shocked when I came back to doing it, how smart they are. Well, thank You've you. You've done a great set of you, and since Margot is there, she does have a lot to do with the judge. And, and we right? did hire uh, SOG. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Son of Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani, a very smart kid, very d- dynamic you're, kid. You're doing- uh, you know, you, you know, you made some good kid dick, uh, you know, uh, Rudy. Well, his mother gets great credit for it also, I must say. Donna did a great job. Yes. But uh, – Reality, the reality is that the two of you are doing something that doesn't get noted, and we do. Dominic sees it, and we talk about it all we the sure time. We sure do, Mr. Mayor. You give an opportunity for free speech at a time when that doesn't happen on about 80% of the stations and networks, maybe 90%. That takes guts, John, because you get a lot of... You get a lot of feedback for that and bad. Well, we, right we, we, we hired and a lot of people that weren't in, uh, in, uh, in other words, uh, we were threatened that we're going to lose our advertisers. I told them, go t- t- take a hike. And we, we, we yeah, hired them anyway. Then. And now you're doing great. But it took guts to get there. Yeah. And Margot is a big part of that, I have to say. You know thank what the blackjack you. dealer oh, thank t- you. you know what the blackjack told me in Las Vegas? No guts, no what? glory. <laughs> well, you got plenty of that. <laughs> and now some glory is coming. Agreed, Mr. Mayor. Under our owners, Margot and John Katsimatidis, glory and bright days are ahead for this company. Just look at the ratings. That wraps up this edition. Thank you, folks, for joining us. You can listen to Mayor Giuliani on WABC weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. You can also catch him on Sunday mornings, and you can listen to me weeknights, Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m. And life, all that glitters is not gold. I'm talking about my book titled No Mama's Boy, and the book is about making a way in life out of no way. You can go to my website and I will personally sign a copy for you or you can order my bobblehead doll there. It's DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com. Go check out as well the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast. 
Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.